We'll head on down to the general store and grab that spool of wire to fix the fence. It's time for another episode of the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Baby girls, welcome to another exciting episode. It's me, your host, Kim Beasy Berry, and with me as always, Michael Booth, Monterey Bay Comic. How's it going? Pretty good, man. Well done. The intro, feeling fresh. Very practical advice, honestly, not just for back in the old heyday, but today also. Uh, I keep plenty of spools of wire. Plenty of wire, my Get that spool of wire, man. It's fine, spool of wire. I tell you what. <laughs> I go down and get a spool of wire from Sasparilla. <laughs> I'm going to get booked for a job someday doing that. I know it. And I just hope it's not like a like a really like weird take on like a HPV commercial. It's like even back in the day, <laughs> discretion is important. I'm like tell you what, man, I stick my paw anywhere. <laughs> it's like a Dickens, and it'll be like yeah. a, a, a PSA for like even back then they knew better. And I was an idiot for how I acted. <laughs> and like I don't want that kind of image. That'll be my vibe. What's oh, been going on, man? New. What's fresh? What's new? Oh, sorry, I just been working. Get a couple of yawns on the microphone, let yeah, the listeners dang, know. Sorry. Here we well, go. Yeah, sorry about that. It's gonna be a wide. That was a, ran- that was a random yawn. Uh, uh, soup's random. No, it's just been uh, just been working, like getting my tabs recently for my car. And ta- oh, tags. Oh, okay. yeah, tags for tabs. my car. Like, do you're a drug addict. <laughs> Your car does not need acid. There's no my part tags of for my car. I got some dental appointments. I'm just, you know, I'm just More taking care of stuff like that. Oh my lord. No, just some. Just the last, like, yeah, just the last ones after my, yeah. I was going to say, I got an intro for you for the next show. And what? This, I don't know if this will come up before or after, but uh, what I was thinking is like, okay, look, this is a selfless man. I want to say nice things about him and how funny he is, but first I just got to tell you about what kind of a sweet man he is because a couple months ago this man fell on hard times with his mouth. <laughs> and so that's his moneymaker. I promoted we do a Mike's Mouth charity show. <laughs> and it even sounded good, rolled off the tongue good. Not for him, his mouth was fucked up, but it was a good time. He said no. And I was like, dude, come on. So I was like, okay, whatever. So the very show is supposed to be a charity show. These motherfuckers comes carrying an amp down a stair, and he breaks his motherfucking toe. I'm like, dude, now we can do a Mike's Toe charity show. This one actually rhymes. You can't say no. And the motherfucker still didn't do it. So it's a selfless guy. He wants to pay his comics. He's a good guy. Um, just don't yeah, fucking I mean, hug him. He's like made of glass. No, I, uh, yeah, I had to get, you probably already heard it on the podcast, but I had to get my wisdom teeth out, and just uh, I'm glad that's over. Yeah, you know, I helped me to happen. The toe, the toe, <laughs> the toe didn't break though. No, my toe's fine, man. Yeah. Uh, my toe's all good. My mouth's all good. We're all good. I think the toe was just extra bad because he knew that that colostomy bag they installed into the sewer system <laughs> oh at the fucking God. bar was about to blow out, and I think that stress was compounding on the toe and making it worse. Yeah, maybe. I mean, his foresight. It was pretty. It's like, a witchy purple. toe. It was pretty bad, but it healed up. Like big guys don't like just like stub toes. Like they shatter bones. People don't understand that. Big guys. Well, I was barefoot, and I just, you know, those like curbs with parking spots, so you can't drive through the parking curbs like everywhere. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, I just kicked one of those full speed right on the Uh, toe, right on like the third. It was like the third toe uh, from the big toe. Dude, I don't know what it is, but I have this weird thing where I keep injuring myself on concrete and asphalt, where if I'm like a little bit out of my head, like I'm on one, I've had some alcohol in my system, 
and I'm in like a stressful environment and I'm next to a family member, <laughs> I go like weird like this what I envision is like asphalt braveheart and I'll just like punch the ground and be like freedom and I'll just like go crazy <laughs> and I'll wake up in the morning and like my knuckles will be like shattered apart, like skin just splintered off a bone and just like crazy jacked up, like can't move my hand and like the skin's all shattered and stuff because just... concrete is hard. Do you uh, not like it? it? I don't know. It's an impulse thing. Like one time I even like ripped my shirt like I was like Ahab on the boat. I was like ah! Wow. And I like ripped my shirt apart. I go. Maybe your ancestors like died in like a concrete room, or they were all just a bunch of dramatic Nancys, and they're like, yeah. "I'm have the vapors." Like, you never know. They're just they just die like in a in like a like maybe like a like I don't know somewhere where they had to like beat their way out of the wall or something. And somebody in my family was you. cool at so some your point. DNA to just when you see concrete, just kind of like that, that instinct takes over. Dude, honestly, I it's know. bad. I, I stopped doing that when I started seeing how much the medical bills were. I was like, ah, I got stuff on it. Okay. <laughs> Although I try and avoid hospitals in general, if I'm being honest. And yeah. I mean, me too. I, I get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of like anxiety being there, and it's, yeah, you're like, you're, it's not a, like you don't go there when you're doing well, you no, know? Never. Either you're going to the hospital or the doctor, you get like hospital doctor, whatever you want to say, you're going there because something's wrong with you and you got to figure out, you gotta, you're got you feeling down, you got to feel better. Yeah. I don't like going to my doctor because he's obsessed with my penis. Nice. Yeah. Nah, not so much. Kind of awkward. No. If he was like really banging, like a really banging woman, it would be less awkward or maybe more awkward. I don't know. But he's just, uh, he seems like a guy who would be obsessed with my penis if he was on my doctor. And that's what weirds me out the most. Like it's like, like looking at his hair, I'm like, you should be a penis freak, uh, and I don't know if I want you <laughs> reading my charts. In fact, why don't you go ahead and put the charts down? <laughs> We're it's gonna go to another interesting room. Interesting when you just been sitting there and sitting there, and they and they walk in, and it's just like all the waiting rooms. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I hate the waiting rooms. I remember one time I was like, I'm I've had a very bad concussion. I'm fainting. Like I can't quite stand up all the time, and I'm losing feeling in my legs. And I'm starting to forget like senses of time, and I'm like bad, super bad migraines all the time, and I feel like I'm gonna vomit all day long. And they're looking at me and they're like, "All right, take a seat." So like, my girlfriend's there, I think they help me like get to the seat, and I'm sitting there like going through bouts of like half like consciousness and like half like just nausea. I'm like rah, 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 looking around and uh, feeling my legs getting weaker by the second. Like some little coughing kid gets brought back. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that kid. If I can be honest, like that kid's not that sick. Like, I got, I coughed all the time as a kid. I would eat too many ants and cough. Like, you can do all kinds of things and cough. Does that kid really need help? Because I have a concussion. Like, my brain's collapsing. Can we help me first, baby? Because mm-hmm. the brain thing, and he's just coughing. And it's like his first cough. He's like six. He's only yeah. been through like 10 coughs before. He's got fresh <laughs> yeah. lungs. I would, I would trade a million dollars for his lungs right now. I don't care. With cough. Kind of, he, he does not want my brain. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the priorities are off sometimes. And I, I hate when people who, like, have really good insurance I just, get... Yeah, I also... The one thing about the doctor that I cannot stand is having to deal with them putting needles in you. Ooh! Yeah, that's a really big one. Like, needles suck. And, you know, I recently just had... I had to get numbed up in my mouth for uh, my teeth. Mouth ones are bad. And, uh, mouth ones, they go deep. They go them. deep in there, dude. And you and it's like, ooh. It's, it's like... I, I had to get a ton of them. in your brain yeah. directly. Because they and go way deep. And then your whole mouth, you look like you had just had a stroke, kind of. Yep. Yep. I've had to get a needle in between my toes. Okay, like so you right were a spy in Iraq or something? Like, what happened? No, a couple of times I've gotten, like, this might sound disgusting, but I don't know. It already know. does. Yeah, I've had, like, you ever get, like, an ingrown toenail? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, One I've time. had, like, some pretty bad ones. Mm-hmm. I had a really bad habit of, like, picking at my toes and... and, uh, and uh, 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 just, like, I... 
uh, stop doing it because uh, it's just like what happened to my yeah. toe. But like, they have to put a needle in between your big toe and your and your other toe, the second toe, right in between, right? Like, no, they don't. They just right want in that to. spot in between your toe. And the needle just oh, dude, the pain. That's yeah. how like three out of twelve Japanese emperors were murdered. Dude, it hurts, man. Ah, it and that's torture. But then you can't feel any other thing. And I watch them as they do. No, like, you were just, uh, yeah. like I watch them cut everything. Nah, 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 nah. Just be I commenting. Stop. I yeah. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, that's one of the worst spots to get a needle put in. By yeah, the way. that's a bad um, one. The eyeball's probably the worst. But my mom has had that. a needle in her eyeball. What the? Mm-hmm. <sighs> she got, I think. Iritis, like I. They made that up. No, they no, just no, want no. to stick a like needle iris. in an eye. It's like your iris, so it's like I R I. Iritis. Iritis. Yeah. Okay. And she said that they like, I don't know how they numb you really. No. I, but like, I think you get some they, drops. They kind of like give you. your face. But then she said she just had to like look at like the others, like no nope. over and not look at the. Nope. Needle. This is worse than the toe thing. Yeah. You gotta stop. And the like, people the driving needle, right now are gonna crash. Like, stop. Right. No. That's not, <laughs> people driving are gonna crash. But, yeah. My mom like. But yeah, she like yeah oh. something something happened to her eyes. She had to get a needle. Oh, in her yeah. Eye. Um, God, I, they, my eyeball would have to be missing before I'd let him put a needle in it. There'd have to be such a serious problem. I can't even imagine what it would take. That is insane. Yeah. People, everyone got LASIK. She was like, "It's not that bad because it's like only fifteen minutes." But I watched the procedure online, and it was bad enough that I was like, "I could never." Anything that holds your as it holds your eyes open. Oh yeah, yeah fully. Anything that holds your eyes open like that scares the shit out of me. Dude. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. And how She's do you not move your eyeball? Like, we're going to yeah. shoot a laser That's crazy. directly <laughs> oh. in. Don't look around. <laughs> Don't try and dodge the laser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, That's you why know, you avoid hospitals in general. Yeah. That's what I do. But I think there's like, I think there's ways that they can make things like this better. Like, burn them down. Make the whole experience Just of healthcare. They can. I mean, that's such a cliche thing to say. They can make healthcare better. But, like, I really think there's, like, things that they can do to, like, slowly, like, make it easier to go there. Because going there is hard. Yeah. There's, like, there's, like, a thing where, I don't know, I think, like, maybe they should have, like, like, I think hospitals should kind of have, like, a feature that's kind of, like, it's not, like, Uber, but it's, like. Like, Lyft. It's, like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. It's that's funny. <laughs> but, like, uh. You know, maybe there's like a doctor that can just like come to. I'm sure there is, but it's like for people that have a lot of like their insurance is really great. They probably have people that come in home. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about Clean like there's got to be some like guy in a van that's like guy in a van. Like, Who wants to be your doctor? No, not hey guy. Not a van, I guess. Sorry, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking, I'm just thinking like I'm thinking like an ambulance type thing, but like it's. Maybe more like a cop, but it's just like a a doctor car that like they come out and they like if you doctor car yeah doctor car dude uh, if you're uh if you're doc-tar. sick dar yeah there you go doc car <laughs> there you doc go car. um but then uh, they can come out to your house and they can check on you and then if you actually need to go to the hospital or you need to go in there then you can go in maybe he can come and provide some simple remedies I don't know yeah. there's gotta be like back in the day. That's what used to happen, like way back. I'm not. I, that's dumb to say back in the day, but like back when, when he doctors had when doctors were like doctors would come to your house. Like you watch old shows, like the doctors showed up to your house and like like bad foot was half the kids. diseases out there. Yeah. Oh, I got a case of bad foot. <laughs> Put I don't it down. know because going to the place, you're like also centralizing all those um, 
illnesses in that one place. Yeah, that's what I don't like about it. Every time I go in there, I get sick immediately. Like, I walk in the front door, I get tuberculosis. If I use any of the bathrooms, I have polio. I don't want to go there again. They got to get me out of the freaking place. You just go in and you just start injecting yourself with stuff. You're like, I just carry these when I come in here. Well, you know how, like, when you go to, like, a Kohl's, like, they'll spray the perfume and stuff into the air? Like, so, like, the different areas, like, will smell, like, the stuff that they're promoting, and it kind of gets you, like, thinking about it and in that, like, ugh. And uh, and I don't like that. And the hospital does that like with pneumonia. Like they just psh, like they put it out. There like, you go. Oh, you ever heard of influenza? And they put it out in uh, the vents. That's why all the freaking security guards all get the masks on. They're like, oh yeah, third day in, I learned I was dying of cancer, so I would have to put the mask on. So yeah, no, it's not good. I also think there's a way that you know because they've they've kind of branched off into like inter- like and inter- like media. Like there's like that show like. The doctors. Oh, Doctor Oz. Like Doctor Oz. Doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not like I'm not saying like any of this is stuff you should use, but I think no, I that, start one. Of I think hospitals and like healthcare can maybe come up with some ways to like incorporate like the entertainment aspect, maybe like almost like a family yeah. feud type thing. Oh, you know, like your uh, family fights for whose fa- gets family gets treatment first. Like maybe that's a way to like fast track some of these like organ transplants. Like you could the waiting room like, would pass the time so extreme much makeover home edition. Yeah, that, you know how like wholesome that episode is. Yeah. Imagine watching somebody win a freaking new heart, dude. Oh, dude, that'd be cool. Like <laughs> it'd be hard to see the losers live though. Like, yeah, that's that's also a, a thing that I I, I, I don't really think I really that. I don't think I really took we'd have a really big trash can and we just slide the other family down it and we would play some war war war. Sad trambo. The losers are just like, well, we. So, yeah. Sorry, Timmy, but at least we have another yeah. son. <laughs> that would really start some like family like resentment and towards people. Like, what if like, what if, if you're, you're John Q? There, what if you're like, what if da, you're the da, old da. guy? You say you're like the grandpa of the family, right? Yeah. And you're the one that needs like a new like I don't know what like hip usually. Yeah, yeah. something needs a new something to live, right? Yeah. And. You got like your daughter with you, her husband, kids, and the doctors just kill everybody. And their kids are the ones that get selected to do like the final round. Say, for example, just like use the family feud uh, where you have to answer all the questions. Okay, Jimmy, and your fucking new whatever it's is kind of a big yeah, deal. I don't want to put like too much pressure on you, but if you don't make this next shot, I don't know what if, if you'll you see already, grandpa again. What if you already <laughs> hated your grandkids and now you just have to? No, I'm sorry. I didn't get you that castle set you asked for, but I want to live. Yeah. Uh, yeah, every year at Christmas after that. <laughs> yeah. The grandpa's just like, yeah, sorry, I can't afford it. I got to pay for this new thing because you didn't win it on that yeah. uh, show well, there. I would have bought you the above ground pool <laughs> yeah. you wanted, but I'm still buying heart medicine. <laughs> the family's just like paying for it out of like. like grandpa, you can't keep being passive aggressive <laughs> towards Johnny. He's like, well, so Johnny terrible. can't be in a piece of shit in my life. Go away. Yes, he can. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, th- I think, honestly, they should just have basketball courts in the hospital somewhere. Like, half those people's problems, they're not exercising enough. Let's make it fun. Let's put a basketball court in the middle. Blow some steam. Yeah. Or at least make it like, uh, put them in like a, some sort of VR on a treadmill or something. Make it like. Oh, that's so sad. I don't know. They, they, you see them walking around. Like there's just a lot of people like they're just taking laps around the hospital. It's like, come on, man. Like, Dude, honestly, hospitals are getting kind of upgraded though. I went to visit my mom at a hospital. That sounded so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, dude, no, I went to see my Give mom. Give them a VR or something so they're not there. <laughs> My mom was in, and she's in this room where there was like five patients in this one room. It was a big room, and they all had like curtains. 
but in the same room there was a nursing station like a mini nursing station in the room with them oh cool and there was like four filipino nurses it was like being like in like a filipino resort like you said four filipinos there like they were only speaking to god like it was crazy wow. yeah it was super insane so it was like kind of like resortish like some hospitals are cool but i don't have that kind of money i'll be honest the way i do medicine was a little bit different and uh, that's kind of like what I'd like to focus on a little bit because we've been talking about hospitals and how terrible they are, but let's talk about how good the flip side is. Oh, yeah. If you don't want to go and you just want to take matters into your own hands. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about scumbag healthcare and how it works? Let's start with home medicine remedies you can do for less than a dollar. <laughs> okay. Do you know how much uh, half a gram of, or 500 milligrams of blue food coloring is? No. If you weigh it out. It costs like less than a penny. Uh, do you know how much about uh, two grams of sugar is? Not the cost. Pennies. No. pennies. Pen- We're pennies. talking pennies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm put, assuming it's cheap. You splash a little water on there, boom, you got yourself some Kool-Aid. Okay? Okay, I see you. Here's what you do now. You take yourself an aspirin or a Tylenol or both with some ibuprofen also. You grind it up. You put it in there. Okay. Put it in an ice cube for a tree, for tray, you know, you freeze it. Okay. Boom. NyQuil. Nice. Just like that. NyQuil popsicles. We should add tablet. NyQuil to that, Bloop. too. I pour NyQuil. Sometimes I pour vodka. Okay. Most times I pour vodka. You should put those ice cubes in a glass of, uh, like, I don't know. Um, Anything. Mostly yeah, therapy. I'm trying to think of, like, PM. Uh, emergency. Oh, with a cup full of emergency. With those cubes in there. A dude. little fentanyl. Get that emergency mm-hmm. action. That was like one of the, like yeah, it. emergency, man. That's something if you're. That's the number one home remedy. It doesn't actually work, though. If you if look at it, it's better to get vitamin C tablets, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. And they're pretty cheap. You can grind up those those in there, too, honestly. I would always like coding. bring an emergency with me. It was like my roommate nice thing. We would take emergencies with us. And at the end of the night after drinking, we would mm-hmm. try to remember to drink the emergency. Yep. And, and also drink another glass full of water. Before we got to bed. Yep. Because if we did, we'd wake up and we'd be like... Feeling ready to go. We'd be feeling pretty good. If we forgot and we woke up, we'd be like, no. And then we'd have to like just sit there and yeah. like try to just like mainline hydration. And there's another strategy being employed there you didn't even bring up too because you had your friend with you. Let me ask you, why did Japan lose the ground war when they overstretched into Myanmar? Um, I don't... They spread their resources, resources too thin. Resources. So if you got too much illness in your body, find a friend to share some of that with. And then now in order to spread, your parasite has to take some of its resources out there away. So nice. they've essentially given you like an alley-oop assist. So don't call out to work is what you're saying. No, 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 no. Okay. no. Go directly to work. Go directly to work. Okay. And be sociable more than normal. Yes. <laughs> you want to get Give out hugs there. to everybody. It's like chicken pox. You're giving them a little bit of immunity by giving them a lot of sickness. And so you go to them with a big hug, bring it in close. Use a brother. So they like when they hear that sometimes. Women don't. Ask them if they can use their computer to look something up. So you got you just touch their keyboard and mouse. Just get it yeah. all over there. And then be like, I needed this. So the hug lasts a little bit longer. Just be like, I needed this. And when they get in there and like just play on their emotions a little bit. Don't get too sobby because then it scares them. Just be like, I needed this. Thank you. Thank you. You know, today, I needed this. More pads. <laughs> Hold it in there tight. Let them soak. Marinating. Like, I like this. Give this it time. Sick. The longer the virus has to penetrate, the more of its resources are being depleted. So get it in there. I needed this. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. It, that's why I call them communicable illnesses. Because <laughs> they can. And sometimes they should. <laughs> I can't afford all the NyQuil bills. Like, we got to share this. <laughs> oh, man. So there's... I was talking about having ingrown toenails earlier. Error. My nastiness. Yeah, yeah. We, 
was a time there was a time where I got like the needle and then it was the time it happened again and I was like, I'm not getting that needle on my toe, dude. It's not as bad as needle and toe. I can just get it out, you know? Ugh. You know, the things that you need if you're gonna if you're gonna oh, take matters yeah. into your own hands. Yeah. If you're gonna take matters in your own hands with any sort of cut or anything like this, at you home, need a list. There's but a list first, of things. First though, before you start on the list, get the montage music from the first Rambo going when you start shaving in the shower. Because this is what you're effectively doing. You're building yourself a field kit. Yeah. It's time to cauterize the wounds. Scumbag field kit. First aid kit. Uh, yeah. Uh you gotta have Neosporin. You gotta have hydrogen peroxide. Bang bang. And you gotta have like if you're gonna use anything, and I'm talking anything like tweezers or toenail clippers, any whatever tools. you're gonna use. Any tools and all tools. Those need to be thoroughly and I mean thoroughly cleaned. And Can like, I give you my stage? Because I heard you mention one earlier and I got one. Okay. I would do a quick wash, quick rinse. It's like superficial, just to make sure there's no dust on it. Then I go over open flame. Oh yeah, and I cauterize. I get it nice. I use and my hot. I use my blowtorch yeah. that I have for my fabric, and I get, get these things torches. red fucking hot. And then you cauter after it's cauterized, you wipe it off with the hydrogen peroxide, mm-hmm. and then I stick it in my butthole. Oh yep, then it's good to go right after <laughs> right after you pull it, it out makes of your me feel asshole. good when it's still yep. warm. But yeah, I'll like blowtorch them, and then like. That sounds so good. <laughs> but yeah, I'll use my dab torch that I have, and then I'll torch it up, and then I'll like rinse them off, and then you, mm-hmm. yeah. So and far, your running total for this zero dollars, like two cents in butane. Mm-hmm. We are Gucci. And uh, really, you just got to make sure, like, you whatever you're doing, um, everything you're you don't touch anything. Wash your hands. You don't want to get infected. That's basically give yourself what I'm a trying. working space that's clean too. Set out something that's clean. <laughs> it sounds so crazy. If you put it on the carpet, like, as bad. Nail removal or like, yeah, it's just whenever you're like, whenever you're putting a bandaid on or anything like that, make sure you're clean. Make sure you like use like Neosporin and all everything. that stuff. Yeah, it works. Uh, you don't want to get an infection and you don't want that to happen. Look, if you don't have antibiotics, bleach kills pretty much everything in the body. Drink a little bit of it. No, okay, maybe don't drink bleach. <laughs> but spritz the bleach. Just spritzes. But uh, Light spritzing in the area. Yeah, and then make sure you clean it afterwards too, because it's gonna yeah. like. And don't mix yeah. it with ammonia, because that makes mustard gas. And you think mustard, delicious sandwich? No, not the same kind of thing. I also have a secret remedy that someone showed me that because I was I realized what I was doing. I was cutting my toenails wrong, and I was picking at my toenails a lot, which uh, is okay. disgusting. So that yeah, I was yeah. causing myself to get ingrown toenails. So what I like learned though, if you're gonna get one. And you feel like one's coming on. Cut the toe off. Take a like take a small like piece of like cotton ball and like get it like rolled up. Okay. And s- get it underneath your nail ah. where the part is going in like on the edge oh, of the your spacer. And it like will alleviate and allow your and nail to grow in. out correctly. Yeah, that's smart. Um, and I've done that before, and that's actually like helped me not have an ingrown. That's and a cool hack. I've never heard of that. I don't have the problem, but I know people who you do. You got to make sure like that's you're like. It's clean. If you take a shower or something, you want to like change it, change out. it out and like yeah. clean it out. But like, you want to make sure to like really get it in there to where you can feel the pressure, kind of, because then it's it just alleviates. Does it feel that. weird walking around with it? Not really. You don't notice it because it's like such a small. I thing. only leave it in for like a the longest I've put it in for is like a day. Oh, okay. I, I think I like put it in the morning and then I got home from work and I like. Your nails must grow super freaking fast. Holy crap! Now my big toenails are fucked up, and they just like I don't have like <laughs> so I don't didn't have work, like a, not the a sides of my nails are like pretty much gone, and it just grows like straight Forward. out up, and then it's uh, like I had a, I had them like they put some stuff in there that like 
makes your nail like not grow back. Like, oh, yeah. Dang. Like I realize that was sec- a real they, thing. Like, cut the section out. Yeah. That'd be perfect. I would love to around the edges so that they don't grow anymore. And they're always a perfect length. That'd be so cool. I just had like, I think what happened to me is the first time I got like the procedure done, mm-hmm. the way that they cut it. They didn't do it right. They didn't do it right. So mm-hmm. there, like my nail was growing pretty much like sideways and wasn't it was growing. just growing only sideways it was growing sideways we turned it the not, wrong way so it would left, grow just right in, it was just growing into like the sides of my toe and then ah. i had yeah i had to have then i had to go in again so that's why yeah uh home remedies are useful home remedies are useful yeah, i haven't had ingrown toenails fire. for like probably like eight or nine years now i haven't had yeah, one yes this is, this is a success story so i was getting pretty bad in like high school and stuff and heck yeah and if you need any like uh, coverings or wraps at home and you can't afford Band-Aids, just use some toilet paper and some Lysol. Duct it's tape gauze. is always a good... Duct tape is everything. Duct tape's scumbag's if number you one need friend. Du- you can make duct tape into a scalpel if you try hard enough. Duct tape will do anything <laughs> on the human body. I have seen at least two doctors save a life with duct tape. That's yes. not true. I don't talk to a lot of doctors. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of duct tape stuff that was pretty cool, man. I saw a guy build a door and a wallet. It was insane. You ever... I use duct tapes like I got one time I got like a wart I think on oh, my yeah, finger. Oh yeah, yeah. You duct tape, duct trick. tape over it. Yeah, yeah. Duct tape does a lot of things, man. I'm a sci-fi guy. I love tech stuff. So if I get a wart, I go to the store and I buy the big guns. You I'll get, get the frozen stuff. I'll get all the stuff. I'll get the acid drip. I'll get the free stuff. I'll get some other weird like thing they have. I'll get the, like I'll get a witch doctor to put a curse on it. I'll do everything I can. And I'll get like all the guns and. Sh- sh- that's funny. I pretend like it's Godzilla's final phase, and I gotta bring everything to the game right now. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm dropping nukes on this thing's head. That's I will obliterate a freaking white dud. <laughs> Terrible. So like, uh, I mean, we've been talking about, you know, things to do at home. Do you, like, what are some good like? Like, I remember there's you know back back in the day when you're in school and stuff. Like. You, there was definitely times where you'd wake up, you feel sick, you had to stay home from school. Yeah. Like, what was your, what was your like go to when you were like at home sick for the day, and you know you're not gonna be doing much because you just feel like shit, and your mom's home with you or your mom's not. Like my mom was home because of just yeah. her jo- like what her job was, but yeah, same here. Uh, Rosemary. Like my mom didn't use like what you would call uh, medicine or helpful things. Okay. She would do essential oils. Um, which here's the thing. I'm very grateful that my mom did not try to heal me with crystals, but it was the closest thing to it. It just smelled a little better (laughs) and there wasn't a whole lot. Like it felt good when she do the peppermint one, but it burned a little bit. Like, ah, you're putting hot sauce on my back. But then like, sometimes it would like be helpful. And like the weirdest one, you take a pot of really hot water. You put some peppermint and some other stuff in there. So it burns the shit out of your eyes and you take a towel, put your towel over the head in the pot so you're just a head over boy, like steaming with water with all these like oils in it. And it just like, it obliterates your eyes. Your eyes are just welded shut, but your sinus and everything like that, it just evaporates everything. It's like throw like doing biological warfare on your sinus. It's oh, not fair. Wow. It's not good for you either though. Cause your brain's right there. And I think about that and I'm like, that's you're cooking your brain with these hot oils. This is not good for science or anything. This is not good for it. There's no nutrients. Stuffing <laughs> them oils, dude. She do seriously. She, she was like, she get a little bit more. And sometimes I think I should put WD-40 in there if I was being too noisy. So I don't know. The most essential oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the cheap one. Yeah. <laughs> it's base. Yeah, just stick that straw in your nose. <laughs> That's Uh-oh. funny. Uh, I've done that before. <laughs> for me, man, it was like, my mom was pretty old school, pretty classic. Got like the chicken noodle. I, remember, I can't remember the name of like the... 
the cold medicine or whatever that comes in the the hot toddy. It's like the orange Dayquil something. But you had to drink it in the little clear cup thing, like a shot glass kind of. Yeah, they're all kind of like that. That's like yeah, that was like the worst. Stuff. I hated the taste of all those things. Really? Oh, I yeah. love it. But I would always make sure to like, if I was feeling real bad, try to take something like that and then just like chill out and soup and like a lot of water, Gatorade or whatever. And yeah, I would just watch like, I would just watch like daytime TV. Like uh, it was so weird. Like just the daytime TV was is so like I only ever got the Perry Mason shit. Yeah, like like I would just flip through and like what is this and just watch like the talk shows and stuff. Who is wasting their time on this? (laughs) Like that's all I think. You can sit and watch talk shows like from like eight in the morning until like noon probably. You can just flip and catch all of them and they're all talking about the same. Yeah, it's so terrible. I used to when I was installing AT and T home like internet and TV. I test it, turn it on, and if you're they're troubleshooting, it's always on. You're testing it, or they're just watching TV. And oh, I got so used to all the shows that were on in the morning, I hated all of them. <laughs> there was no show that came on that I was like, yeah. not this. Yeah, back in the day, it was like Regis and Kelly, and there was mm-hmm. still Ellen, Oprah, mm-hmm. and then you had Dr. Phil Lake, going on. Dr. Phil. And then you had The View. What about they, the uh, the bald guy who was a security guard for Jerry Springer, and then he got his own show? That guy, that guy clung to it. He's still with know. it, I think, still. I don't know still doing is. the damn thing. I don't know that guy is. Yeah, weird. I, Dude, um, can I take you back in time really quick? Mm-hmm. Time trip to the time of the swine flu. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. You remember the big swine flu scare? Yeah, that was a big this is, Let me take you back to 2009. Yeah, I, I think it's 2008, yeah, 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so hard times, like the Great Depression for the Great Recession thing. Everybody's on hard times. Obama's promising he's going to be giving out money because it's so bad. And all of a sudden, swine flu comes into town, like some asshole on a Harley. Yeah. Revving up loud, waking up everybody's babies. And so swine flu comes around, and I didn't know what it was. We didn't know who actually had it or not. But I got a cold, and everybody else in my house got a cold. And this cold ended up lasting three months. Wow. And it was the strongest cold I've ever had, like crippling, like crippling cold. So I learned really well how to fight a cold really well. And what you got to do is you got to drink half a bottle of NyQuil every day. Right at the beginning of the day. You want to get in your system early because the swine flu gets up early too. It's mm-hmm. like it, it'll fight you any time of the day. So as soon as you get wake up, NyQuil, bah, hit the half bottle. <laughs> and when you can't afford NyQuil because NyQuil is expensive, buy Theraflu. Same thing. Sometimes stronger. <laughs> if you get some of the stuff that the good stuff I call it, it's the stuff that comes from China. Oh, my gosh. You want to look for a Sengchai swine flu syrup. And it's, <laughs> it's extra syrupy, which now you know it's strong and it's going to work good. And I got to the point where I was drinking half a bottle a day. And then it got to the point where I was drinking about a bottle a day. And then I started to party like a little Wayne, which was cool too. Then, uh, I completely forgot about the sickness. Uh, and yeah, it's like that. I just remember how much my liver hurts every day now from that three months. Because it was so bad. I would always have a bottle on me. I would be like just sipping on it. And like I'd have shakes if I didn't have my NyQuil. I was like, Dude, I was just like, oh, man. I didn't make any good music. I just like sat in a truck and coughed a lot. But. Um, <laughs> That's what you do when you're sick. <laughs> I feel like that's what they do when they're not making good music. That's what the swipe flu did. weed or something. I don't know. That was the swipe flu. I'm saying flu. Yeah, I don't know. The swipe flu is a bitch, dude. I saw warnings when I got to Asia in certain parts, and I was like, these motherfuckers better not give me swine flu because I don't think I can take round two on my liver. I'll be honest. That was that was a one and done kind of scenario. <laughs> if I get swine flu again, I'm checking out. Uh, this will be, be the last swine I ever fuck with. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I would ever oh, man. fuck with another swine anyway 
What's the, what's the worst disease you've ever had? Worst disease? I don't mean to like, oh, oust you if you got AIDS. No. Oh. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think like... We're pretty I've sheltered, gotten, like, right? We got I've gotten healthy. like pretty bad like stomach stuff before, but... If you have to call it stomach stuff, we know it's not that serious. Because like if it was like something really serious, you could be like, diabetes yeah <laughs> like i don't you just have, say the name of it yeah i don't have like your doctor any, would have yeah. told you the name once or twice yeah i've never like <laughs> yeah i've never been diagnosed with anything crazy but um i like yeah i've had like i guess like really bad stomach issues before like just a little, yeah dude every since i got back from indonesia it feels like there's a full-on eel in my stomach like and every couple hours it's like blah, 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 and it just, like swims around and i'm like i'm gonna die there's a parasite the size of old yeller in my fucking like, stomach dude my only hope is like they're like oh that's what happens when you get the new bacteria from a new area in your stomach and like you're developing the stomach biome they would have over there naturally but it's like a painful interaction while it's like growing and i'm like get this shit out of me i don't want third world biome (laughs) but then in my back of my head i'm like Wait, am I gonna be able to eat spicier food now, like, <laughs> or am I just gonna have shits forever? Like, tell me, this, give me, the, really give me the funny. prognosis here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm hoping it's a spicy food thing, but it's been a lot of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so look, but honestly, we've been pretty sheltered. No crippling illnesses, no major disabilities that we've sprung up. I would say, cutting yourself open at home sometimes works out. Sometimes homemade Nyquil tablets is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't do the toilet paper. Yeah, or it's just. Thing. Uh, yeah, I would just make sure you don't jab like dirty anything, dirty things into a wound. Don't or, jab yourself yeah. with dirty bits because we've been over this. Yeah, That's, make sure it's clean. Like a lot of heroin addicts die from the junkie bits, not from the smoke. Okay, yeah, that's another good. Clean the junkie bits mm-hmm. out. Clean the junkie bits out. Yeah, from any junkie doing, will be it medical, <laughs> recreational. I don't care if you're shooting a numbing agent between your toes or you're shooting a heroin needle into the tip of your penis. Always go ahead and clean the junkie bits. Um, what's your takeaway, man? What you got? Um, my takeaway is that uh, we, you know, it was just just me and you today. I think the reason you know, we kind of were talking about this being 100%. sick and things, or just Anthony is uh, is sick, couldn't make it in today. But well, he could have made it. Yeah, I guess he could have made it. Probably should have. But you know, um, gang green. Uh, it's because he's it's because he's five eleven. So uh, uh, yeah, you know, body mass happens. couldn't sustain. Yeah, he just under those he needed that extra inch. You know. But uh, I would say overall, I think we gave some pretty solid tips. Hopefully, you know, we're not doctors. We don't know. Michael's just, not a doctor. We're just giving advice here. We're not, like, telling you what to do. So don't, Michael don't take really it. wants you to know that he's Don't take doctor. it to heart. Yeah, definitely go to a hospital if you're sick. Yeah. Uh, I've been to the doctor recently. One of my balls was getting too big. And I was like, Doc, <laughs> how do we get the other one to catch up? And uh, he was no help. But I went. And the important thing is going. Talk to your doctor. He wanted to see the penis. like, no, just balls. <laughs> You're just holding it up. Yeah, I was. I was like, you don't look at my penis. Sack only, bro. I was covering the penis entirely, and then I was just dropping the balls all, all across so... the table. Sack only. That's how I start my dating life, too. I'm like, look, I like you, so I'm willing to see my sack, but hey, I want you to know before you get your hopes up, there's no dog here tonight, okay? This is sack only. And she's like, I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> uh, peace out (laughs) mucho take it easy baby girls and don't forget to catch me on Instagram at cambizzi.berry and on YouTube at cbcomedy and I'm at underscore mboof on Twitter and Instagram and then Facebook YouTube Michael Booth and don't forget to go and follow the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast Instagram at Cowboy Rowdy Podcast and also check out the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Facebook 